Welcome back to Co-Create Oneness. Namaste, everyone, and to all my friends from all over the world. Thank you for finding your way back here every single week, live right here on TikTok, to listen, learn, and evolve. If you're new here to Co-Create Oneness, welcome. I record this podcast live in front of my TikTok following every Sunday at noon. That's Mountain Time, so that's 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 1 p.m. Central, and 2 p.m. on the East. If you're in another part of the world, I'm so thankful that you're giving this podcast a listen. Be sure to find out what time that is for you and join us right here live next week. I always host a Q&A briefly after the show, and I love to give shout outs to people that show me love in the reviews. For everyone in the audience, be sure and get your finger ready for some exercise. Show me some love by tapping on the screen when I say something that inspires you. It keeps me in flow. Also, don't forget to follow me here on TikTok or any other social media platforms for that matter, at co-create oneness, that's C-O-C-R-E-8-1-ness. Oneness. This podcast is designed to help you revitalize your life mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially. If you haven't heard my story, my name is Dan Wilkes, and just a few years ago, I was a homeless drug addict. I was intravenously addicted to methamphetamine and heroin, had to have them both. I was making $50,000 a year and living partly under a bridge at Getwell and Nine Honor Road in Memphis, Tennessee, partly out of my raggedy ass car and partly from trap house to trap house or any friend with a couch or hooker with a hotel room. I was a functioning drug addict, my friends. And so the reason I host this podcast, the reason I go live every weekday morning, the reason I have 25 pro bono coaching clients, the reason I've devoted my life to coaching, mentoring and consulting is that I woke up to the power inside of me and it is the same power lying dormant in the bottom of the belly of 98% of the world. I'm not claiming to be great yet, but I am claiming that I do great things, that I give my all and I will not stop in the middle of the process. You see, in under two years, I went from homeless drug addict, addicted, broken, lonely, bitter, alone, a victim, to a published author, a certified life coach, the owner of a business, a practitioner of investment strategy, a miner of cryptocurrency. The list just goes on and on, my friends. My dreams are alive inside my mind, and I know the magical formula, the recipe that I followed to get me here is mimicable. It can be done by others. It can be done by you, but listen to me very, very closely. You cannot get to where you are going by continuing to think 
say, and do the way that you have always thought, said, and did. You cannot carry the old self into the new self. You must die to the old and be born again in consciousness, in complete unity with all that is divine and powerful. You are powerful. You are capable. You are worthy. You are needed. You're guided. You are unstoppable. But the only way to awaken that power inside of you is to move from the victim construct into the victor mentality. I'm so passionate about this topic today. Let's dive in a little deeper. Moving from a victim mindset to a victor mindset. What is a victim construct? At its core, a victim construct is a form of avoidance. It's a way of saying, I refuse to take responsibility for my life. Victims refuse to accept responsibility for dealing with life's problems. Do you always look for ways a suggestion might not work? Do you carry grudges? Do you engage in negative self-talk? Are you pessimistic and always looking down on yourself? Do you blame others for the things that happen to you? Do you talk yourself out of good ideas? Victim mentality is an acquired personality trait. It took some pain, some trauma to develop this mindset. Someone hurt you at your core. A loved one, relative, or someone close to you let you down in a big way. I think it was uh, Anita Scott who said... The victim mentality will have you dancing with the devil than complaining that you're in hell. Self-doubt is intimately connected to victimhood. Once someone is enveloped by the victim mentality, they will subconsciously self-sabotage even their best efforts to be equal with their dominant subconscious thoughts. Do you get it? What you do most often, you become. What you do without thinking, you become. If you feel unworthy, if you feel as though the world is out to get you, just know, yes, this is a victim mindset. But, yes, it can be quickly transformed. It can be quickly transformed into qualities and traits that will lead you to victory. Earl Nightingale said that success is determined by progressively moving towards a worthy ideal. What is your worthy ideal? What is your time worth to you? Moving on, let's talk about destructive beliefs. Destructive beliefs will nourish victim behavior. To a brink where putting yourself down becomes the norm, right? Constantly badgering yourself makes it hard to stay motivated with anything you do in life. Sufferers of victim complex employ these safer-to-flee-than-flight beliefs in an attempt to cope with life's traumas. They avoid life and its inherent difficulties. Why not accept personal responsibility for our circumstances? Why not take full ownership for the things we allow to happen to us? When we think like a victim, we greatly reduce our power to change our circumstances. Undoubtedly. Unfortunately, 
It's definitely not that uncommon for victims of abusive relationships to fall prey to universal victim mentality. You know, you go through so much in a relationship and you give your all. And then not only is your trust betrayed, but you're 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 affected from physical abuse too. These things, these traumas, it can force you to adopt a long-term victim mentality. Tony Robbins calls it people's story. The story you tell yourself becomes your life. Dr. Joe Dispenza describes the, the perceptions of people in their 50s with this mindset, with the same similar mindset. Les Brown talks about his coworker that got wrongfully fired and then went around for years, years afterwards, telling anyone that would listen how wrong they treated him, right? Your story. The number one thing you can do if you think you've been living life as a victim. Let's say you relate to a lot or some of the traits of victimhood that I'm describing. You believe that you catastrophize all your problems. You think that the smallest things are the signs of the coming of the end of the world. If you continue to assume that you were always destined to experience the worst that can happen to you, then the universe will listen to you. That's how it works. Your subconscious mind will guide you to the things that you think, say, and do most often until you become exactly what you say. It will give you precisely what you're asking for 100% of the time. If and when this occurs to you, you actually need to catch yourself in the act of thinking something awful and, and start working yourself through it mentally. It's really the only way to get better at having mental capacity is controlling your reactions to life. Work to put your experience into perspective. Imagine the solution instead of focusing solely on the problem. Ask yourself, what is the best thing that could happen? Instead of asking the worst thing, you know, don't, it's, it's, it's powerful to ask what's the worst thing that could happen, but don't dwell on it. Ask yourself, what's the best, if you're going to dwell on something, ask yourself, what's the best thing that can happen to me? So let's talk about how to fix all this. How do you move from victim to victor? Number one, how about working on your limiting beliefs? Hands down, there's so many different ways to do this. I'll throw a few terms at you for you to Google later. Self-sleep hypnosis, neuro-linguistic programming, lucid dream masks. That's <laughs> awesome. There are so many things you can do to move yourself out of these limiting beliefs. Cease all expectations is to name one. Stop demanding life give you anything and let life happen for you instead of to you. Detach from certainty. Certainty kills dreams and limiting beliefs are best friends with certainty. Instead of thinking about what you'll never do, dream big. Try this journal exercise if you want something practical. Uh, I think it's called the rocking chair test. 
journal a few pages about your life when you are old and gray, looking back at your life. What do you most regret? Write about it. Spend 30 minutes writing about it. You're sitting in a rocking chair. You're old as can be, gray as can be, and you're looking back at your life, reminiscing. And what are you regretting right now? What do you wish you would have done? Where do you wish you would have went? Who do you wish you would have met? What are the things you wish you would have accomplished? This is such a powerful motivator for overcoming to, overcoming limiting beliefs, I promise. Number two, develop a routine around gratitude. Write this down. Write out three gratitude mantras. Once you find your mantras, put them on a three by five index card. Carry them with you everywhere you go. One, because every time your hand touches the your pocket on the inside or outside, your subconscious mind is going to remember what you wrote on that card. Two, because you use mantras like this in repetition. So if you ever forget it until you memorize it, you have the card and you can look back at it. Some of mine were, I am so happy and thankful that I am confident, charismatic, and courageous. People are captivated when I speak. Or I'm so grateful that divine law and order govern my life through divine love. Got that from Dr. Joseph Murphy. You can practice gratitude practically by keeping a gratitude journal. Here's mine right here for all you live listeners of Co-Create Oneness. You can practice gratitude literally every day, practically, by keeping a gratitude journal. Start your day every day by writing three random things you're grateful for every morning. I even used to do this with my opposite hand. Why? To build neuroplasticity. Um, brain cells that fire together wire together. So I figured in my own mind that doing this would wire it faster. Then carry your journal close to you. Throughout the day, write down anything that stands out at random throughout the day that you could be grateful for. Something cool that happened to you, someone complimented you, someone held a door open for you, write it down. Because these things can be used in the future for future random things to be grateful for. And the more that you can see vividly in your imagination what you're grateful for, remember, the law of attraction, the law of action, universal laws, it, the energy, it's inside of you. It's inside of you and it involves thinking and feeling. So if you can create magnetism in your body by feeling the way that you're thinking and affirming, speaking with your mouth, and then going out and doing something that looks like that, it's a very, very simple and easy process. Record and document everything in your life. That's what you want to do. When, when you're old, I, I imagine even for myself, I want to be looking back and remembering all the good. All of the good things that I accomplished. All of the places that I went. Instead of regretting everything that I didn't. What's up, dude? Thirdly, you can pick up a daily meditation practice. Hands down, if you've been listening to me long enough, you know how much I talk about this, how important it is in my life. 
You probably heard me talk about it just about every single episode. I say something about meditation. There is no excuse not to. Weightlifting, yoga, marathon running. These are all exercises for the body. But the only exercise you have for the mind is learning, building new synaptic connections in the mind, building new neural pathways, and meditation. If you don't have 10 to 15 minutes out of each 24-hour period in your life to sit quietly with your breath and let go of life's bullshit, then that shit stack is going to continue to pile up. I use this analogy often. Think about your mind like a cup. Right now, it is full of all the pains, anxieties, and traumas that life has filled it with. It is full, overflowing with negativity. Meditation is like taking that cup and tipping it out bit by bit. Each time a thought bubbles up in your head while your awareness is centered in on your breath and heartbeat, it's like taking that cup and dumping out the negativity. Each time you return back to your breath, you dump more and more out until by the time you're finished meditating, your mind is free of fear and anxiety. Negative self-talk has no chance with a daily meditation practice. Because of the ecstasy that you feel in your mind when you get done, if you want an easy way to learn meditation, I've, I've developed got a playlist very special full of all you. of the meditations that I started learning with. And to get the playlist, all you got to do is go to danwilkes.com forward slash meditate. That's D-A-N-W-I-L-K-Z dot com forward slash meditate. And it'll take you straight there. You will absolutely love your life 100% more by picking up and practicing a daily meditation habit. Lastly, you need to move you need to manage, I'm sorry, your moods. The way that you react to life situations, you got to change this stuff. You got to stop reacting. Become the awareness. Become the awareness that is able to keep your anger and hostility in check. Believe it or not, eating a healthier diet, getting plenty of rest, Making time for hobbies. These are all things that will keep your moods in check. As long as you have some sense of purpose, passion, or, or, or freedom. Remind yourself in any situation that you don't necessarily know the whole situation. You don't do. get into unexpected mishaps words, and difficulties. There's no need to judge anything or anyone. Just rather get through what you got to go through with grace and honor and then reward yourself with a high five in the mirror with your reflection, right? Mel Robbins, thank you. Have you ever tried to put a smile on someone else's face? Really, a genuine smile, like doing something silly or saying something random. These things, they'll keep your mood in check. They'll give you confidence. What about your own mood? What about your own smile? Have you ever tried to put a smile on your face, a really genuine smile forcefully by thinking about something in the past that's dear to your heart or admiring the blue in the sky? This will put a genuine smile on your face. And when your physiology remains a certain way for a short period of time, your mood, the body, will shortly follow 
the mind and body connection. It's it's such a powerful potion. Hold your Force shoulders your back, hold your head up high, force a smile on your face, and then see how long your thoughts remain negative. It won't be for long. You can embrace a smile and make your day a lot better as far as moods go. <laughs> In conclusion, my friends, you're never going to create a better life if you live your life with the traits described here today, right? If you are a victim now and you remain a victim with a pessimistic, poor, pitiful me attitude, life is going to keep rewarding you with pain, trauma, and strife. As Les Brown always says, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard. But if you do what is hard, your life will be easy. It's hard to choose happiness when you've been through so much hell. But I guarantee you, if you harden up, defeat the negative attitudes and limiting beliefs inside yourself, and focus that energy on helping someone else do the same, it will tip that karmic scale in your favor. Karma means action, my friend. What you're doing to create a better life for yourself. What do you want to accomplish in the next three years? What are the things you will regret when you are old and gray and rocking in a rocking chair? What are those regrets? How can you avoid this dreadful end? One answer for sure, the right action in the right direction. Well, that's what I got for today's episode. If you love this episode, if you pulled value out of this content, please stop right now to pay it forward. Scroll down where you're listening now and give this podcast a rating and review for all of you that are live. You can jump on Apple Podcast or Spotify, whichever place that you listen, and type in the same name as the TikTok channel, Co-Create Oneness, Co-Create Oneness Podcast, and scroll down to the review section and leave us a review, a written review, and a rating. I love shouting people out on the five-star ratings and reviews. Uh, the more you do this for me, the more it tells Apple and Spotify that we have valuable content and then we will grow organically. So help us grow the show by pushing the content out uh, to more people by leaving us on another note. If you have questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or you want a free one-on-one -on -one coaching strategy session, drop an email to danwilkscoaching at gmail.com. Remember, Wilkes is spelled with a Z. This week's shout out goes to Jose Delgado. Jose says in the reviews on Apple Podcasts that I just found Dan a few days ago and I have become involved in his extremely supportive community. This guy is meant for great things. And he will take you with him. No Jose, doubt brother, about those it. words, they fill me. They, they are the truth. I'm here to take as many people with me as I possibly can into a life that we are all proud of. If you guys and gals want to check out the community that he's talking about, we would love to have you. Right now, we are currently run it mostly on WhatsApp, but all you have to do is download WhatsApp from the Google Play or the App Store and then go to danwilkes.com forward slash WhatsApp to join in on all the fun. We are learning, growing, and evolving all in an element of complete openness, trust, and healing. If you need an extra source of motivation in your life or a group of friends that are eager to help you follow your dreams, this is the group for you. One last time, that's danwilkes.com forward slash WhatsApp. 
Don't forget to share today's episode with three people you love and care about. And until next time, I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every single episode by reminding you that you are full of unlimited potential and you have gifts that this world is waiting to benefit from. Amazing day. Namaste.